Welcome to When We Speak, where we shed stigmas, say goodbye to shame, strengthen ourselves, and encourage others. I am your host, Tasha Hunter. This is a podcast where I am blending the intersections of race, gender, sexuality, faith, and trauma. If there is a topic that most people say we're not supposed to talk about, I'm talking about it because that is how we heal. We don't heal in silence. We heal by speaking out. Hi, everybody. So this is a solo episode, and it's a special episode because April is the month that two years ago, my book, What Children Remember, was published. It was a busy month. It's also the celebration of my private practice and so and so many other wonderful things. So I wanted to use this opportunity to discuss what the self-publishing journey was like for me, what I learned, what I loved, and what I would change. First, to start off, I, I want to talk about the inspiration for writing my book. I wrote my book, What Children Remember, because for as long as I can remember, I have always thought about my life from the lens of what am I leaving behind? What is my legacy? What does my life mean to others? But more importantly, who will know about my life when I'm not here anymore? Who will be able to speak for me and know that I was here, that 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 I made an impact or not, and to speak to my experiences and, and what I went through? So this book... What Children Remember, my memoir, is a part of my legacy. The self-publishing journey, it was scary. I can't tell you enough. It was scary. It was anxiety-inducing. There were many moments when I thought that I would give up. Even after the book was done and it was time to publish, I wanted to give up. Even after it was published, I thought, I'm just going to pull it off the market. I, I don't want it out there. So I had a lot of fear. I want to tell you all something. Publishing my book, it actually gave me courage because it wasn't easy. It was it was more difficult for me because I was not a part of a, a writing community. I was not a part of... I didn't have a publisher. I didn't have an agent. I didn't have anyone showing me the ropes, teaching me how to do each thing that I wanted to do. And everything I learned came from joining communities on social media, asking a lot of questions, utilizing YouTube, utilizing Facebook, utilizing even Twitter, utilizing every avenue podcasts were instrumental in helping me to self-publish. And there are so many free resources out there. I took a lot of notes and every step of the way, if there was something that I was confused about, I could find it. I could find it in a group that I, that I belong to. I could find it looking at various Facebook posts. I could find it in a YouTube video. And I followed the, the people that have done this before, that have, that have walked this road before, I followed every bit of their advice. I found my own editors, my own book formatters, my own book designer. Every person that I utilized to publish my book, I found myself. Thank you, thank you, thank you 
to all of you, but a special shout out to Sunny, to Melissa. You both have changed my life. I didn't know at the time that I could ask the people in my life at the time, the people that I was in relationship with for help or even support. And I wished that I would have let people in more on my writing journey. I wish I would have allowed people to help me more, but I didn't even know the questions to ask. I didn't even know how to ask for help, what to say. And if, if I could say anything about that, it's, it's that I would recommend for anybody writing a book, please don't believe that you're out here on your own, that you have to struggle alone, ask for help, ask for support, ask for people, you know, the people in your life, if they know people, if they know editors, if they know agents, if they know publishers, if they know writing coaches, if they know book designers, ask. And also, guess what? You can also ask your people, your friends, even if you've only got three or four friends, you can ask your friends, you can ask your coworkers if you work with people that you like to support you financially. You can ask the people in your community to support you financially via Venmo, Cash App, Kickstarter. You can utilize Patreon and get really, really creative on building your community and your launch team. And I wish I would have done that along the way. Besides asking for help, I also learned a few things about myself. You know, I spoke earlier about the fact that writing this book gave me courage. What it showed me is that I do have a voice. And through the writing of my story, I developed my voice. For anybody on the self-publishing journey, for anybody that's written a book, you hear people all the time say, oh, I want to write a book too, or I wish I could write a book, or, you know, I've always wanted to write a book, but I'm so afraid of what my family would say or the people who hurt me, what they would say, or how do I get started? I'm afraid of even getting started. And that fear is what keeps so many people from doing the things in life that they're really designed, they were created to do. So my heart is filled with pride, knowing that I didn't allow fear to stop me, that I found my voice and that my story while it may rub people in the wrong way who were a part of my story, who inspired the writing of this book, some of them, my story belongs to me. And as a Black woman, as a Black queer woman, I believe that it is so important for us to speak about our experiences, speak about our trauma, speak about our healing, speak about our, our sexuality, speak about mental illness, speak about our faith, because if we don't, speak about it. It's as if we don't exist. If we don't speak about it, it's as if the events that transpired in our lives didn't impact us. And so I felt a responsibility to write my book for me, to validate young Tasha, to prove to her that she matters, that she's not forgotten. And I will spend the rest of my life advocating for my younger self and loving my younger self and speaking for my younger self. There's a lot of things that I start and give up on. There's a lot of things that I say I'm going to do and I don't do. But this is one thing 
that I said I wanted to do it and I did it. And it's because of that, that I have this podcast. It's because of that. I have a second book coming out soon. It's because of that. It's given me courage to work on a third book. It's because of that, that I have the social media following that I have. It's all because of what children remember, the people that I've met on social media, the community that I have there over the last two years, the people that I've met, the friends I've met, I wouldn't have even met them had I not written what children remember. And so for that, I'm grateful. I also learned just because it's hard does not mean that I can't do it. And I'll continue to do really hard things. I'll continue to do things that are anxiety provoking. I'll continue to do things that scare the shit out of me. I'll continue to do things where I'm not sure about steps one through 10. And what do I do in those cases? I just start with step one. If I can just start with step one, what is step one in writing a book? Just write your story, write it in a notebook, type it up in a Word document, type whatever comes to mind. Okay, when you start there, can you make it a routine? Well, then what is step number two? Read a lot. I would say that was the most instrumental is read a lot of books. Read books on the topic of the book that you're writing about. Read books about the writing process. Just read because reading inspires writing. Step number three, join writing communities locally and online. Meet other people. Get feedback on your writing. If you can be in community with others, that inspires you. And you're more likely to, to finish the task, whatever that is within, you know, whatever genre that you're writing. You're more likely to stay committed to it if you have other people that are along the journey with you. So join meetups, join Facebook groups. I think that that's super important. None of these steps are in order, by the way. But another step I would say is go to therapy. Go to therapy and have a safe container a place where you can really delve into all of your fears. Fears of what people will say, how they will respond, fear of abandonment, fear of embarrassment, fear of shame, any people-pleasing tendencies, any potential trauma triggers that you're afraid of. All of that can be navigated in therapy. Any parts that show up around the writing of, of your book, go to therapy. You can also hire a writing coach. I think that would be phenomenal. Hire a writing coach, somebody that kind of holds you accountable and helps you to get your story on paper, helps you with a timeline. What I wish I would have written about, you know, I talk about my childhood and I, and, and I do discuss some lessons learned, but I wish I would have talked a lot more about my deconstructing my own faith and decolonizing my life. I wish I would have talked more about ways that anti-Blackness has shown up in my life and why I decided to leave white American Christianity. I wish I would have talked a lot more about my sexuality, my queerness, my identity. And I wish I would have talked about therapy because duh, I'm a therapist and therapy saved my life. I talk about it a little bit, but I wish I would have delved more into it. And some of these topics, you know, even though I wrote my, my book from a healed place, had I written it today and had I written it, you know, if I would have made the decision to hold off and write it in a couple of more years, I would have been even more healed. But I wish I would have talked a lot more about love and what I've learned about love. 
But I think, you know, having a book that's well over 300 pages, a lot of, again, what I would like to expand on, those are probably topics for a different book. I've already talked about my trauma. There's no need to talk about it anymore. I've already written about it. I've talked about it. But there's a lot more that I have to say about where I am today in my healing journey and what I've learned about people and what I've learned about family, what I've learned about living authentically, what I've learned about speaking my truth. Those are all topics that I write about on social media, that I talk about in other podcasts, this podcast. But sometimes I do think, wow, you know, when I think about certain things that I put in my book, I'm like, oh, you know, I wish I would have put this or that. And so, and I won't really go into detail, but, but there are some things that I wish that I could change. But again, I'm extremely proud that at least I wrote the book. And I'll tell you something, when I published my prayer to God was that at least 10 people would read my book. God, if you just let 10 people find my book, I'll be satisfied. That is evidence of the low self-worth that I had at the time and how I didn't really believe in myself. Yes, I was moving in fear, still publishing, but I still had a lot of fear and, and unbelief in my own abilities. And my prayer reflected that. It reflected that I didn't really believe in myself because I only prayed for 10 people to read it. In two years, in terms of numbers, I don't know how many books I've sold. I have no idea. Can I look it up? Probably. Should I have kept better track? Maybe. I've sold a number of books from people contacting me personally, from contacting my husband personally. And me signing copies for, I don't know how many people, my book did come out at the very start of a pandemic. I didn't have book signings. I didn't do any in-person events to sell my book. One, because I was terrified. Two, we were in a pandemic. I didn't promote my book. I still don't really promote my book. But in terms of numbers, getting back to that, when I first sold my book, I would say the first few months I sold, I would say close to 100 copies the first couple of months. And then after that, it kind of went down to, I'd say since then, it's been anywhere from 10 copies per month to two copies per month. There hasn't been in two years, there has not been one month where I didn't at least sell two copies of my book. And for a book that is out there so quietly, <laughs> a book that is not heavily promoted um, or marketed, a book that I don't share a ton on social media, I... I had somewhat of a launch team, but I didn't go hard and heavy with the marketing like I should have. I'm proud. If I sell one copy a month, I am proud because I believe that that person that bought my book, that it's a book that they need. And if I'm speaking about parts, here's the other thing that I struggled with. I struggled with marketing it. I struggled with speaking about it. And I also struggled with asking people to write reviews. You can look my book up on any number of sites. And the reviews are reflective of that. I just, within the last couple of months, hit 40 reviews on Amazon because I was terrified of asking people for reviews. I wanted them. I thought by now, two years later, I would at least have 60 or 70 reviews on Amazon at least 30 or 40 on Goodreads. That's, that was my heart's desire, but I was afraid to ask. And in the times when I did ask, 
I didn't always get the review or the rating. And so then that made me, there were parts of me that felt kind of diminished, sad, let down, frustrated when I didn't get the reviews. So if you read my book, if you wrote a review, if you rated it, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you've listened to my podcast and you've rated it and you've shared it or you've written a review, thank you. That review isn't so much for me. It's to let other people know. So I want to say thank you. And I appreciate all of you for listening and for supporting my journey. I also have a recommendation. If you're out there and you are writing your book or you're newly published, I would highly recommend not giving away free copies. Learn from my mistake. I thought that that would be an easy way to get my my book out there. And I thought it was an easy way to get reviews, especially on Goodreads. And it took three Black women, three professional therapists, three Black women that I admire telling me, do not give your work away for free. You worked hard on this book. You spent a lot of money publishing it. You spent a lot of time publishing it, a lot of emotional energy. Do not give your book away for free. I wish I had met them when I first started this journey. Because what I did is I would utilize Instagram and, and I thought, oh, well, I see other authors doing this. So, so I'll give away 10 free copies to anybody. Well, it's not free. Not only did I pay out of my own pocket to publish my book, every single bit of it, but then I had to pay for the author copies to be sent to me, the books to be sent to me. And then I paid for shipping. And can I just say that none of the free books that I gave away, even though I put little notes in there saying, you know, thank you so much, you know, for wanting a copy of my book, please rate and review it on Goodreads. None of them reviewed it. None of them, not one. And that's frustrating. What I wish I would have done instead is if people wanted my book, If any free copies were sent out, it wouldn't be out of my pocket. I don't need to go into debt to get my book out there. The people that want to read it will pay for it. What I wish I would have done instead is to ask other people who purchased a copy of my book, hey, if you want to support me a little bit more, please purchase a copy for yourself, purchase a copy for a friend, and go from there. Not me paying to publish my book, It took me four years to write my book and then give away free copies and then pay for shipping. Um, I wish I wouldn't have done that. One other thing that I encountered along my journey, I would say in some writing communities, memoirs are considered, I've heard a derogatory term. I've I've heard memoirs called misery, um, misery memoirs, basically you know, memoirs that are about, that are sad, that are about, you know, your trauma, misery memoirs. And I had a part that was ashamed to tell my story because I didn't want someone reading my book and feeling miserable. I had parts that was already ashamed of my upbringing, ashamed of the abuse, ashamed of what I don't have because of the way I grew up, not having family, not having love in a lot of senses. And I carried the shame of growing up in the way that I did. And I did grow up feeling I had a part that felt like I was too much, that my story was too much, that no one would want to know it, 
that I should just continue to hide and stay quiet about it. I had parts that that didn't want to overwhelm people. And these parts continue to show up throughout the four years that I wrote the book. And then the two years since then, it's why I didn't market it because I was ashamed to have my story out there. And so what I encountered a lot were people who would say, I, I want to write, I want to read your book, but I'm afraid. I want to read your book, but it's too heavy. Or I couldn't finish your book because it was too much. Their parts that are fearful about reading my traumatic story are coming face to face with my fault part that already felt ashamed and too much. And every time, even today, when someone says that they want to read my book, I have a part that feels like I need to warn them that I'm talking about trauma. I have parts that want to protect them. I don't want to overwhelm their system. And so to anybody listening who has made those statements to me or to others about their book, I would say, stop, please stop. Don't, you don't need to tell me that my story is too much. You don't need to tell me that that my that my life is heavy or was heavy because I lived it. I was afraid living it. I was triggered living it. It was too much for my body to handle. I lived it. You didn't have to live it. So while I get what you're saying, it wasn't helpful for me. And all it did was intensify those parts that were already activated re-traumatized and full of shame. And if you're thinking about writing a book, but you're also faced with the same parts, afraid to overwhelm people, afraid that no one wants to hear your story, that no one will read your book. I want to just inspire you and say that every month my book has sold. And almost every month I hear from someone who says, even if they didn't write a review, they email me, they DM me on Instagram, and they say, thank you so much for speaking about this issue. You're telling my story. Thank you. So maybe hundreds, maybe thousands have, have purchased my book. Definitely hundreds, but 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 maybe maybe even thousands have, have purchased my book. I don't know. I haven't I haven't tracked the numbers, but but I want to say, please write your story because the right people will find it. The right people will read it. The right people will rate it. The right people will support it. The right people will share it. The right people will review it. The right people will read it and know that they are not alone. And those are the people that I wrote my book for. I did not write my book for the critics. I say that in my book. I wrote it for people who are just like me, who are struggling and who are dealing with their trauma in silence. So if you're on the self-publishing journey and you're afraid to get your story out there, Please speak about your book. Please market your book. Don't let all of your hard work go in vain. And I just want to thank all of you again. This has been such a beautiful journey over the last two years. I am in disbelief regarding the amount of support that I've received. I am in awe of the beautiful people that I have met over the course of the last two years. Every podcast that I've been on, every person that's been on my podcast, Every person that has read my book, written in the margins, highlighted certain sections, cried for me, every single bit of it, it mattered. I needed it. And I love you for it. Thank you. If you're out there and you 
want to get a copy of my book, I provide, I can send you a signed copy if you live in the United States. If you live in the United States, I can send you a signed copy. Please contact me via Instagram or my email, TashaHunterAuthor at gmail.com. You can email me. And I just want to, again, just, just say, I love you all. It's been quite a journey. I am so proud of myself that in two years, I became a published author. I started working on another writing project that's going to be out soon. I'm not talking about it right now, but it'll be out really soon. In two years, I built a private practice that is completely full and I'm working with Black, BIPOC, and the LGBTQ plus population. I'm working with my people in my private practice. I'm doing work that I love. I'm doing work that fulfills me. And in two years, I have this amazing podcast where I get to talk to really awesome people about their books, have real conversations. And for the first time in my life, not worry about how someone else is going to feel <laughs> about the topics that we discuss. Where there's total freedom here, I hear all the time from people that listen to my podcast and, and they love it and they get benefit from it and they get encouragement from it. And so thank you to every person that I've met in the last two years. I just, as you can tell, it just means a whole lot to me. And I just want each of you to know, thank you so, so, so much. So again, if you want a copy of my book, contact me directly for a signed copy, or you can purchase via Amazon or anywhere that books are sold. I personally would recommend and would love it if you would go to your nearest indie bookseller, black bookstore and order my book there. You can even order my book from your local library. So in whatever way, there's so many methods. Amazon, contact me directly or any indie bookstore will do it. So otherwise, I hope you all have a good day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to When We Speak. Follow me on Instagram at Tasha Hunter, LCSW. If you haven't done so yet, please rate, review, and follow me on iTunes and share it on your social media. If you want a copy of my book, What Children Remember, it is available on Amazon. Until next time.